Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Happy Jack Johnson Day. Woo. I'm Jay Zawoski with yes. Greg Boyson and yes. Mario Tirabasi. Uh, Greg and I are very patriotic today. Mario hates America. That's the only conclusion yeah. that can be drawn. I missed the memo there. <laughs> Whoops. We're right. gonna get, Red and yeah, blue. A, and uh, American-born player on your shirt. Yeah, that counts. Oh, works. fine. You don't hate America, I suppose. NHL 94. I mean, that's Patrick a King. fantastic shirt. That is a Thank really you. cool shirt. Yeah, Good. that one wins. Good job. Uh, welcome in. We've got a lot to get to today. Not only are we going to discuss the Jack Johnson signing. That's where we're going to start. The Hawks made that official around 10 a.m. today. Mm-hmm. One-year deal, $950,000 cap hit. Uh, the quarterfinals of the World Junior Championships begin today as well. Team USA drops the puck at 9.30 against Czechia. Bright, I gotta, bright and early. i got to remember to not say Czech Republic. Yeah. Czechia. I know. I know. Czechia. It's just that's still confusing to me. Yeah. I'm like every every other team I, I abbreviated except Czechia, so I said it right. So that's a nine. <laughs> Canada plays Switzerland at six. That's going to be a, that's gonna be a be tough, intense game. matchup. And we've got some Pat Foley news to share later in the show. But let's start with the news of the day. First does, and foremost. When does Sweden play? Sweden plays at 2.30 against Latvia. Victor Schoenborg, Sweden. Schoenborg. Um, the news of the day. And the hockey gods continue to smile upon us oh. as we look at each other at the end of a show on Tuesday and go, <laughs> thoughts on tomorrow? I love when our show is produced without <laughs> our input. Yeah. Great. Well, yep, we'll figure it out. <laughs> So there you have it, another veteran signing, uh, and I would imagine this is probably the last free agent signing of any sort of note the Blackhawks uh, are going to make. Phil Kessel, it's yeah, not. Kessel ha- it's clearly not happening. There. Yes, it is. Oh, you say not that with now. that attitude. It's you not, say that sir. Now. Clip that <laughs> and play it when Phil Kessel is sitting right in here in this yeah, studio. We got our own Debbie Downer. Well, over we might have to hire him as an analyst because he might need work. Well. He oh. wants to do that too. Yeah, see, <laughs> so you could do both. It's you know, honestly, before we get into Jack Johnson, if you look at some of the names still available, it's crazy. Like PK Subban is still out there. Uh, Subban, Cal- like, there's a lot of Cal- Paul, Paul Stastny. Yeah, you can build like a 2013 uh, All Star team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like really guys that are still out there. Yes. Kessel, Kadri has a contract. It's the question mark. It's Lou Lamorello like, doing his yeah. weird like he, I'm not going to announce the yeah, deal until I feel like it. Such a crotchety goofball. Um, another guy that has ridden his reputation to a lot of jobs. 
Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did it fantastic for the Devils 20-some-odd years ago. Right. But what's he done recently except be old, weird, and crotchety? Well, he's got old, that Old, weird, and crotchety. <laughs> That's the County Crows hey, album, I mean, isn't it? Yeah. In the NHL, it gets you pretty far to be old, weird, and crotchety. Great super chat here from Brandon. Brandon, Brandon. says he's ready for the elite first pair of Johnson and Jones. Johnson and Jones, representing you in injury law. <laughs> Which Jones, though? Caleb Take or that, Seth? Harold Ankin or Doesn't Howard matter. Ankin, whatever your yeah. name is. No, Man, that guy's got a budget, doesn't he? He's Howard got Ankin. Tim Anderson. He had Alex Debrinkit. Io. Io. He's got two Sky players. The Vanderquigs. Hey, you can yeah. make a lot of money chasing ambulances in I guess Chicago. <laughs> Peter Francis Geraci is pissed. Uh, shout out to this guy. They begin, their, they begin their, their chance to repeat Eight. tonight. Jack Johnson is the master P of the Hawks. He's the colonel of the MF and tank. Someone Photoshop him <laughs> riding the No Limit tank. Okay. There's a, those are some references that are over my head. I, w- I think the first thing we need to say is, yes, this is clearly a sign and flip situation, but you're not going to get what you're going to get for Domi or Athanasiu no, with the deadline for Jack signed Johnson. signed a fifth-round pick, maybe. Yeah, fourth, fifth round pick in hopefully one of the most historically deep drafts we've seen in a long time. Listen, there's no this. When I saw this trade, I kind of was just like, or this signing, I was just meh. <laughs> Some people are like super upset. I, I mean, I was a little surprised, but also I was just like, I definitely get what this, yeah, what this it, is saying was, without it, saying it. It you was know? a surprise, <laughs> but. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I wasn't happy. I was just, it didn't move the needle for me at mm-hmm. all. Like, listen, if you are trying to give yourself the best odds to get the number one pick, playing Jack Johnson 70 times a night <laughs> helps you in that. Someone, uh, <laughs> and heck, someone on Twitter said subtraction by addition. <laughs> yeah. Like, for guys like Jay who are worried that maybe they might be too good, enter <laughs> Jack Johnson. <laughs> this solves that problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it, listen, you, you're going to need some veteran guys. We've talked about that many times. You just can't have the Rockford Ice Hogs come up and play, yeah. especially at defense. Take your time. If, you know, I heard a, saw a lot of, oh, this blocks prospects. What prospect? What prospect's well, getting the, blocked? So my here's my concern, and, and this was the one little thing about it I don't love. When you look at the, the decor, Seth Jones, Jake McCabe, Riley Stillman, Caleb Jones, Jack Johnson, that's five. Connor Murphy is six. That's, there's no Alex Vlasic in that mix. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they might take Vlasic over Stillman or Jones or whatever. Well, yeah, if you have if you have Vlasic in the mix, then your seventh defenseman becomes like a Stillman, Stillman or, or Jones or whatever. Or whatever. But, yeah. Which is fine. I'm not ready to anoint Alex Vlasic an NHL defenseman yet. Maybe let him get 40 games in the AHL. Yes, he improved. Sure. Yeah, sure. He improved in a very small sample size, but I don't. I'm not ready to declare him a third pairing NHL defenseman. And even if he shows that in training camp, what's wrong with him getting 30 or 40 games in the AHL? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, I also think too, like, or if a guy shows up and earns it and improves and works his ass off and shows right. leadership, and then you tell Jack Johnson, development thanks for camp. coming out. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think though there has to be. And this is sort of where we're at with the Reichel thing, too. Like, I get patience, but if someone has shown you that they're ready, then let then give them the chance. Mm-hmm. I think if if we're looking at, you know, who who's the top, who's the, the sixth defenseman for this team, I think there's, there's a potential for one spot to be like, here, prospect, f- fill it. Could be Regula, could be Vlasic, could be Ian Mitchell, 
That's the guy I would give it to first. I think, yeah, I think if, if one of those three, or if all three of them rotate, who knows, um, in that kind of position uh, in the, in the, the, the sixth defensive ro- defenseman rotation, I'm totally fine with that. And, and I think, too, with signing Jack Johnson, it's a one-year deal at league minimum. Um, we don't have to – this isn't like, oh, he's going to completely derail the development of, of all these defensive prospects. It's one year. It's probably not even going to be a full season. And it's, it's a little bit of an insurance policy for uh, injuries, potential trades – like you might have a Connor Murphy or Jake McCabe on the move this year. You may have Connor Murphy. You know, I don't want to say he's injury prone, but he he, is, he'll miss some games. He kind of yeah, might he's miss. Not he might miss games. some games. You know, he's going to miss some games. So I mean, we saw what happened last season with with Kalanick and and Jones going down uh, prior to the you know prior to, to to the preseason, and you needed bodies. Obviously, they went with Eric uh, Gustafson, but. I think you know you need those kinds of NHL bodies to 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 take up those minutes. Like you said, you can't just play the six best ice hogs and say yes, that's development. No, you it's have to have chaos. patience. And you and in a season that is going to be really challenging and tough to get through as a player because there's going to be a lot of losses and pain. Confidence is a big deal in development, and if you throw a twenty. 21, 22-year-old out there to get their head beat in for 82 games, that's not going to do anything for their confidence. You, you, you have these young players uh, go, be, go, that are going to be in Rockford. You have some, some minor league veterans that, they, that they've brought in to, to kind of help uh, with, with that development as well. If you can build a winning culture in Rockford this season with those young players, they can then bring that confidence to the table in their development path be more competitive in the AHL and then when they get to the NHL level they haven't had their they haven't had their confidence shot because oh maybe I can't cut it in the NHL because I'm getting my I'm losing so much you get a loser's mentality if you get that winning mentality that winning culture in the minor leagues you build some confidence when you get to the NHL you're like I know what it I know what it means and what it feels like to win and I want to bring that to this level we've talked a lot about the Blackhawks stunting the development of some of their prospects Mm -hmm. and by having them here too early. And I recall a conversation I had uh, with the team source a couple years ago about Henry Yokoharyu. And I just sort of reached out like, Hey, you know, he looks pretty good. You know, is the team happy with his development? And this person who was not a fan of he, who shall not be named said he's out there just surviving. Mm -hmm. He's out there just surviving. If you think about a duck on a pond, it looks calm, but the feet underneath the surface are just, you know, flailing wildly. Yeah, that was the comparison that Source made to Henry Okaharu. Yeah, it looks okay when you the eye test looks okay, but he can't play his game because all he's trying to do is hang on and survive and not make mistakes. A couple of years later, I got a text from the same source out of the blue. Same thoughts about Adam Boquist. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to not make mistakes, and when you have a guy playing that way. Uh, that that's that's the worst possible thing you can do. Playing to not make mistakes is how you make mistakes. Right. Right. It's like other another reference. It's like playing to not get injured is the best way to get injured. Right. You know, a hockey um, player thinking on the ice is a usually a bad yeah, well, hockey player. You got to be instinctual and just play the game. And how much do we say that about Kirby Doc? Absolutely, right. Yeah. Like you could literally see him processing things and thinking through his decisions. 
He's got a breakaway. He's close to the net. He's thinking, he's thinking, and he has no position to shoot because mm. he thought too much. Now, but devil's advocate, and I think not so much Vlasic because what was it, like 18 games or whatever it was for Alex Vlasic last year with Reichel. Yes, you want him to develop confidence. You want him to do well at, at Rockford. But he could also say, what more do I need to do? Yeah. in Rockford for me to earn a spot here in the NHL. You're telling me I'm not one of the 12 best forwards on this team? So it could have a reverse impact, too. Now, Reichel specifically doesn't seem that that sort of personality. No. But I do think there is something to, like, hey, you know what? You've proven it. Let's give you a look. It, and it doesn't have to be game one, necessarily. But if Ian Mitchell or Alex Vlasic starts in Rockford and they look great, give them a shot sooner than later. Because right. I do think you, you run the chance of guys getting frustrated and feeling stuck. And that's that's kind of my concern. Yeah. I but think patience, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Patience is better than rushing, but I don't want players to lose patience because they feel like they're being held back. A player being overly ready, you'd rather that than not ready at all. Sure, oh, of course. And and yeah. and yeah, with you know, if if the Blackhawks had had a uh mindset of patience and development with guys like Yoki Haru and Boquist and Doc we might not be in this position. We might be in a position where rebuild, quote unquote, already happened, and right. and and guys it would be could, ready to go at at now the early twenties stage of their careers rather than eighteen, nineteen years old. It could have been like a Penguins or a Bruins, where you, you're influxing your young talent with your older core mm-hmm. to remain competitive, not right. necessarily cup contenders, mm-hmm. but you're you're rebuilding or retooling on the fly while still being competitive. I th- think that was the idea, uh, but the execution was just piss poor. Yes. And, and you mentioned earlier the Ice Hawks. It, it's obvious that for the first time since they've been the Blackhawks affiliate, the Ice Hawks' success is important to the organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, if you look at what some of the moves they did this summer, they are looking to – they want to be the Chicago Wolves. They want to be that team that has long playoff runs. For their yeah. young mm-hmm. players, mm-hmm. they brought they brought Dylan Secura back to play in Rockford and score goals in the AHL because that's what he does. You just reminded me that Dylan Secura is a Blackhawk again. He's, a, he's an ice hog. <laughs> I forgot. He's an ice hog. Let's let's be <laughs> like honest. That was here. like what a month ago that, yeah. that happened. I completely forgot about that. It was a month ago, that. six years ago. Jeez. Uh, they signed David Gust, who yeah won mm-hmm. the Calder Cup with the Wolves last year. Not a superstar, but that AHL guy that AHL is bet. going to be the contributor, and scores the big goals when you need them. Mm. Huge signing, addition. Those are the type of guys you bring in with some young players. Adam Clendenning. Adam Clendenning is back, mm-hmm. another AHL veteran. You you put those guys in, with, and you got a Garrett Mitchell who's there, who's going to be their team great captain. Great minor league captain. Um, um, great, yes, he's a coach on the ice. Mm-hmm. Just a pro's pro. Will do all the, he's got no ego about him at all. He knows his role, and he does it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So you start throwing those guys in, and all of a sudden now you've got a team that doesn't just somehow squeak into the playoffs, win the two-game qualifying series, and then get trampled by the Wolves. You got a team that when you look at the Wolves. The Wolves pretty much lost everybody. Mm-hmm. They, that whole team got. I mean, that's that's kind that, of that's the by AHL. design. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the AHL too, because now they're going to let their the Hurricanes prospects come in and mm-hmm. fill those roles. Yeah. But you got a team that can. Be really good at the AHL, 
maybe make a deep run, maybe make a conference final, maybe things go right, Arvid Soderblom gets hot, you make the Calder Cup final. That's a good yeah. thing mm-hmm. for guys like Ian Mitchell and Regula and Vlasic and Isaac Phillips, those young defensemen, some of those young forwards that are going to be coming up. If, if Jalen Lipen is, is playing Rockford, that's huge for a guy mm-hmm. like him. Get some winning early in the minor leagues. Learn, learn what it's like to play playoff hockey. Have those things in your your portfolio before you even step on an NHL ice, so yeah. those things don't come as a shock to you when you get there. Yes, going from AHL to NHL is a big jump, but the more success and the more you play in the AHL, that jump doesn't become as scary as it would just Absolutely. by going here, kid, go yeah, for it, yeah. right? Go, go 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 play against Connor McDavid. And Good we luck. Ha- I think we have to remember too with the Blackhawks. Prospects like, like when they come into the when they come into the organization, guys like Alex DeBrincat, Patrick Kane, and Jonathan Taze, hitting the ground running in the NHL is not the expectation. It's that an is anomaly. that's an anomaly. Guys like Brent Seabrook and Duncan Keith and Nicholas Jalmerson, like all these guys that Corey had Crawford long Corey Crawford, these guys that had long substantial careers took some extra time to play. Brent Seabrook was, was, was drafted in 2003, I think it was. He played another two seasons in junior before making the jump to the NHL on a terrible 2005 Blackhawks team. Duncan Keith played another season in college and the WHL and then two full seasons in the AHL before getting to the NHL in 2005. Corey Crawford played seven minor league seasons before he was a, a starter in the NHL. Taking time to develop guys... And having them be ready to go when the team wants to be competitive again, is it, 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 it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes moves like these where you bring in a guy like Jack Johnson who is just off off the pile of free agents, play some NHL minutes, maybe you get us a, not a lottery ticket, but maybe a, you know someone made the re- someone made the reference online today to like a church festival scratch off. Yeah, get some pull tabs for bucks. Jack Johnson. Um, you know, Max Domi, Andres Athanasiu, they're here for a short time. Um, just see what you can get from these, from these guys because it's not about this year. It's not, it's not going to be about next year. I think the 24-25 season is where things really can open up and we can see where is this rebuild going and what is this team going to look like because you have that's not this season, not next season, but, you know, in three, two seasons we'll have to go. But that 24-25 season, you have so – if you look at the Blackhawks cap friendly, there's almost no one signed for that season. Yeah. Like forwards, defensemen, goalies, there's almost nobody uh, outside of, you know, a, a couple long-term Seth contracts. Seth Jones, Jake McCabe, uh, Connor Murphy are the three players. Uh, let's see. Also, Jalen Lipen, Colton yeah, Dock. Prospects. Then. Uh, Kevin Korchinski, Ethan Del Mastro. Nolan Allen. That is right. it in the entire so franchise. The NHL lineup is in the next two, three seasons is going to be wide open. Um, so you, you kind of have to look at what the prospects are going to do, who may or may not be that like 22, 23, 24-year-old who's going to jump in and be ready to be in the NHL. Maybe there's a 20-year-old who's ready to jump in. They're going to have, who knows, maybe Patrick Kane sticks around. I don't know. Um, and if you get a Connor Bedard or an Adam Fantilli and they're they're likely to jump into the NHL within a year 
of being drafted a year, two years, like you accelerate a lot of this and you might have the salary cap jumps up like that 24, 25 season. I know I'm, people are going to be like, you're being too optimistic. Well, what else can I be? <laughs> right. I, that 24, 25 season. And, and especially with the free agents that summer that are potentially going to be on the market. There's a lot of flexibility. The Blackhawks could have with their roster. Uh, and if the development path of a lot of these young guys go go right and it looks like they're trying to set up that path properly I mean we could see an actual competitive team in three years yeah I don't know maybe I'm being too optimistic but I I just I I look at it and I'm just like there's a lot of flexibility and options on the table and if you get a, a handful of 22 23 24 year olds that are ready to go at the NHL level and be competitive I, look, let's 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 look, op- let's I, I don't open think, that window. Yes, you're being optimistic, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But if they get Bedard or Fantilli, Mitchkov is a bit more of a wild card in terms bit. of when he would arrive because of the Russian things and whoever else pops up between now and the draft, which could be five guys. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Right. This time last year, Shane Wright was the undeniable number one. He went number four. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things can change. But you get one of those two guys, and they join your team, and I think it's pretty likely they're going to pick in the top three this year. You get one of those two guys, and it does accelerate the timeline. And then you look at that free agent class there, and it's like, oh, okay. You know, if you've got a guy of that impact joining your organization, it does change the timeline of things. And, yes, a lot can happen with that much flexibility. That's a really solid point. I want to get to the comment from Nate. He says, so will the Blackhawks be better together with Jack Johnson, or will they be sitting, waiting, wishing? (laughs) I love the Jack Johnson uh, nice references. I can't get enough of them. That will be the theme all season. Somebody said uh, early in the chat, I don't remember who it was, that they were surprised that I knew Jack Johnson, uh, that Bubble Toes was a Jack Johnson song. Um, You're a white man in your 40s. Yes. You know Jack Johnson. I know Jack Johnson. <laughs> and I also smoked a lot of pot in my 20s when those <laughs> albums first came out. So, yes, I'm aware of Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson was a really good way to... Um, let the ladies know you were a sensitive type. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. With, a, yes. with, a, with some cargo shorts and a puka shell necklace. Absolutely. Perfect. I never had the necklace. They didn't come in triple X because I have no neck. Mine, mine looked uh, like, if I wore those, it looked like choker as opposed to a puka shell necklace. Yeah. But yes, I did have the, uh, the cargo shorts and the Birkenstocks and the whole deal. Yeah. I mean, that's a look. An acoustic guitar on your wall. You never played it, but you had it on your wall. Yeah. I did play it occasionally. Not well. But yes, I had one on my wall. Song lyrics everywhere, the whole yeah. the whole nine. Yeah. It worked. I'm married. There you go. It worked out. Hey, guess what, everybody? If you didn't know, football is close. We are 22 days away from the start of the NFL season, and PointsBet Sportsbook is counting down the days with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from noon to 1 p.m. Central. Sign up for PointsBet now using the code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership that gets you all of our great web content and even a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. So download the points app, PointsBet app today 
and use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And Chicago, that's you guys, at least most of you guys, you've already got the best coverage of your favorite teams thanks to our wonderful crew here at CHGO. So why don't you get fitted out in the best sports gear around? That's where you turn to our friends over at FOCO because they've got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, north Uh or south, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like the newest Blackhawk Jack Johnson and all your favorite apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan or hockey fan or NBA fan? Fall sports are right around the corner. It's crazy to say that, but it's true. Pumpkin spice season. Thank you. Uh, I saw pumpkin spice Cheerios yesterday. I knew Lawrence liked pumpkin spice. I actually spice. hate it and uh, do not ever uh, drink uh, it, but I just thought it I'd while listening to Like what you like without judgment. The world's on fire. Enjoy it. I don't mind pumpkin spice. Sorry. But anywho, back, back <laughs> to our friends over at FOCO. I, maybe they sell some pumpkin spice scented Blackhawks hoodies. I don't know. But head over scented to FOCO, hoodie. F-O-C-O dot com, and check it out. Type in pumpkin spice in the search bar. See what pops up. You never know. FOCO has literally everything you can imagine. So maybe there is some, something pumpkin-y on FOCO. Uh, again, that's F-O-C-O dot com. Or if you're watching on YouTube... You can scroll just below the three handsome gentlemen you on your screen. After smash the like there. button, smash that like button, and just below that, there will be a link to Foco in the description and an added bonus. Type in the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you receive ten percent off all non-presale items. That is Foco.com. We got a. Th- I think we got a, a a pretty good merchandise idea going here. We got Scratch a and sniff pumpkin spice stickers. Some scented hoodies. That'd be, scented that'd hoodie. be well, my hoodies are all scented, just not very <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <and> scented. <laughs> all of my hoodies eventually become C- scented. CHGO scented hoodies. We could have one smell like uh, Chicago Wrigley hot Field dog. grass. Some, some, some hot dogs. Some beefs. Some sure. some Soldier Field spray paint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they the don't actually have grass there. Yeah. We haven't smelled like the kitchen today. Ah, we're going to have the trough, yeah. the trough smell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, that sounds lovely. Stale beer and Polish yeah. sausage. That, that's what mine smell like. Yeah. yeah. In case you're well, curious. Well, they'll be scented hoodies because we'll wear them and we'll have lunch. And then we'll yeah, right. <laughs> and exactly. then we'll that adds value. You, you, can, order, like you can order game-worn hoodies. Show-worn. You can pick which host you want to <laughs> smell like. We can make like $3 off of there it. There you that's, go. At least, at least <laughs> three dollars. All right, have we exhausted our Jack Johnson content? We need more. We need, we more, need more Johnson. Jack Johnson Here's please. a fun little tidbit about Jack Johnson. Before we move on, um, as I was doing my Jack Johnson research, looking up all the points he's picked up in his career, which is uh, not a lot. Um, more than me. Fun little tidbit: when he was traded to the, uh, remember when the Columbus. Blue Jackets signed Jeff Carter, and then Jeff Carter was like, I hate it here. And they went, whoopsie, and they traded him back to the Kings yes, after like three weeks. I forgot weeks. about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jack Johnson went the other way from the Kings to the Blue Jackets along with a first-round pick. And the Blue Jackets used that first-round pick to select future Blackhawks legend Marco Dano. Hey. Wow. Yes, that was and that was a fun fact. And Jeff Carter wore I remember Jeff Carter wore number 7 with the Blue Jackets for literally like 3 games. So Jack Johnson when he got traded to Columbus, he wore number 7 and 
The Blue Jackets literally said, if you bought a Jeff Carter number seven jersey, bring it to the store at the stadium and we we'll will change out name the names for free. Wow. We'll, our bad. That's nice. Jeff That's Carter's awesome. a peen and we will erase <laughs> it from our <laughs> We're going to change the name to Pudwack. Pud. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe his supplier couldn't get him stuff in Columbus. I just wonder what about Columbus in such a short time would be so offensive that you had to get well, out. If you live I a certain know. lifestyle like Jeff Carter allegedly does and you've come from L.A. and you go to Ohio, things might not be easily accessible. That's a big difference, yeah. yeah or allegedly. quality Could might be not true. be as good. Sure. So fair. Uh, do the Ohio do State you, campus is right there. Yeah. Do you think Jack Johnson is given number seven? No. In he Chicago. Better not be. I don't oh, think gosh. anybody should have that yet. Mm. That'd be rude. Interesting. No. Uh, Brandon has so. a two dollar super chat for you guys saying elite, elite Jack Johnson T shirt. Jack Johnson T shirt. Sure. Yeah. Let's send we it just, to the designers. We need, we need a like a Blackhawks. What CHGO was the what was the what was the DNVR Jack Johnson shirt? Can they just scratch out yeah. DNVR and put CHGO? I don't think there was. It one. was maybe in the style of like the old Big Johnson shirts. Remember those? Yeah, yeah those. You were, might not. Do you remember those? Big Johnsons. Very problematic Big Johnson shirts. Yeah, Can't say yeah. They were like they were, that they were was all the 90s. like rough. They're all innuendo, mm, mm-hmm. and it was like of course yes, Big a lot Johnson of color Garden caricatures yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe was, that's what we can do. All right, the jersey number history for Jack Johnson thirty three. Uh, Three. That's a goalie number. Seven. Retired. Nah. 73. Can't do that. Brandon Peary. Brandon Peary. Uh, 27. Taken. Can't do that. I'm thinking it's 33 for Jack Johnson. It's a goalie number. Dustin Bufflin wore it. Dirk Graham wore it. Yeah. All right. I stand correct. Yes. Yeah, I love um, you know, there have been more 33s <laughs> than just Scott Darwin and Mario. Yes, that is true. Um, <laughs> Give him number 70. 70? Dennis Rasmussen? kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to ask the moose, Dennis Rasmussen, yeah. if he could have it. But 70 would be. Or 77. 70. Uh, so, um, is his, my favorite number. His brother, Eric, it wears six, right? So he doesn't have to fight McCabe for it. No. I'm, th- I'm, I'm trying to not confuse the two of them. I'm usually pretty good at predicting these things. Like, just... Based on context, can, can I'm gonna I'm gonna bet he wears <laughs> I'm gonna bet he wears 33. That's my official 33? prediction. Okay. Official prediction. Anyone? Anyone? Um, I think he will wear number 37. Okay. Mm. You can agree with me if you want to be right. Yeah, it's okay. might as well. Yeah, we'll say he wears 33. Smart pick. All right. If I'm right, you got to pay my uh, Stan Bowman. Damn it! Uh, it's not the <laughs> no. fire. You got to pay. You got to pay three of my four Stan Bowman dollars. <laughs> no. Oh, five! Oh. Hey, <laughs> I'm not paying crap. Oh. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm leaving. I'm broke. Great. Well, at least now you don't have to get singles. You've got uh, all the way yeah. up yeah, to there. You go. It's a new it. five dollar bill. Lincoln. Oh God! I just did it just like that. Oh. That's okay. There's that going was organic. There's going to be there's going to be a, a local charity that is going to benefit from all this. I guess at some so. Point. Yeah, it's we got all all going to the IOU. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, that's brutal. That was, that was completely fantastic. unintentional. That was fantastic. Oh man, uh, <laughs> seventy-seven. You'd have to ask Blackhawks legend Paul Coffey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have a Doc jersey, bring it to the. Madhouse store, yeah. and they'll change it out for a Johnson if you really, really want that. Yeah, uh, Chris no, Dubio makes a good won't. point. If they didn't give Yokoharu number 10 because of Patrick Sharp, there's they're no not going to give There's no way they're Johnson. giving him seven. No, you can't. No. I know it's not uh, retired, but... It will be eventually. Yeah, and if you're going to give it to somebody, you got to give it to somebody that's better than that's Jack Johnson. That's not Jack Johnson? So yeah. Somebody's going to be gonna, here for more than well, 45 yeah. games. Yeah. Korchinski well, that you thought Yoko, maybe that was should have been our first indication that Yokoharu wasn't going to be here long when they wouldn't give him number 10. 
Maybe. Well, what was what was he? Twenty eight. Yeah, which is a number so she should not be allowed to wear either. Number instead. Yeah. Well, that's a little more egregious to me than ten. Yeah. Hey, we all love Patrick Sharp and Tony Amante, but neither of them were Steve Larmer. No. No. I no. got. We gotta it's figure cr- this out. It's, this is a total aside. <laughs> What is the deal with the Steve Larmer thing? With the Hall of Fame and the Hawks retiring his number, uh-huh. why is it not happening? I don't know. I think the uh, there's are they worried about like oh then you then then you have to retire this or bring See, this person in the Hall of Fame? I, who cares? Yeah, I think this is and we'll have this conversation down the road, but we're we're approaching because of the dynasty on uh, the Ring of Honor territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You it know, has to be something like that. Yeah, yeah, something needs to happen where... Don't retire the jersey, but you honor the player's honor name. Honor the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Or you're going to be like the Montreal Canadiens, who literally their roster numbers is like 51 <laughs> through 86. There's yeah. nobody under the number 40. There's no 40. cool numbers left. Yeah, the, no, nobody has no single, single digits. digits no single digits, nothing. Ten, yeah. No teens, no 20s, because they're all retired. I'm looking it up. Canadians retired numbers. There's like There's got to be like all of 38. them. There's got to be like at least 20, right? Oh, easily. Let's see. Uh, seven, nine, four, 16, 10, 2, 1. This could have gone in numerical order, hockey writers. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I was going to say, why is you? Yeah, I didn't cover Canadians. That's 5, six, 18, seven. You could go to Hockey Reference. They'll, they'll, lay them, they'll have them all uh, up at the top. Or as Lawrence has, has got us on the screen there's 14 retired numbers in montreal it's an article from 2009 well have oh, they yeah. had anybody yeah, that, good yeah. since then <laughs> uh, that's a good question they could i mean have they retired numbers since 2009 uh I don't yeah know. that's a good question right. a lot they have a lot let's just put it that way that's a lot of numbers this is where you go to the that's hockey ridiculous. reference they will list their numbers Ho- yeah hockey right reference will have it uh, let's see here. Where are the another uh, interesting jack johnson note as you guys are looking that up uh lawrence if you have the uh Oh, there they are. If you have the uh, the, the, the yeah. tweet from the chat, uh, Jack Johnson and his uh, his family is very athletic. Oh, uh, not only did he have his children uh, baptized directly in the Stanley Cup, which is bananas, banana pancakes, bananas. Uh, mm-hmm. His brother-in-laws are AJ Hawk and Brady Quinn, so that is quite everything about that is just. Weird. That's such a Mad Libs uh, of a situation. Like, Jack Johnson baptized his children in the Stanley Cup with his brother-in-laws, A.J. Hawk and Brady Quinn. (laughs) Like, what the... That is insane. So is Jack's married to... AJ Hawk's sister? Is that the... No, I think A.J. Hawk and Brady Quinn are married to Johnson's sisters. Okay. They're his brother-in-law's. Oh, right, right. I remember yeah. that, the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, where they showed yeah, the sister in like, the split jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. There's so Anyways, many that's, weird that's things. Wild. Wild. What, by the way, what kind of church is that? One of those. I mean. It's like the righteous gemstone situation yeah, going on there. That is like be. a. Yeah. That's a, that's a church st- that gets a lot stage. of donors. Um, yeah. It's a big stage. That is a large a stage. But, hey, I mean, you get baptized in the Stanley Cup. You That's better, a good start. Uh, Draft that kid. 
Yeah. By the way, it's 15 total numbers by 15. the uh, Montreal Canadiens retired. So they have retired one since. I think Patrick Waugh was the latest one to get Ah, uh, there you go. That's pretty uh, worthy. Here are the no, numbers no. retired. Wa- one, two, Wa- three. Waugh was on my 2009 list. So. Okay. There you go. I don't want to. Well, I don't know who, who's there who then. It's one, two, three, four, five. That's uh, Dark Helmet's uh, that's luggage the, company. <laughs> that's my suitcase code. Yeah. Uh, I think that was a... That was the combination for a safe at Malargo, too. Um, one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine, ten. So if six and six eight and are eight. the only two numbers between That's, uh, one Shea and Weber ten. And yeah, Shea Weber. Uh, 10, 12, 16, 18, 19, 23, 29, and 33. So, Off yeah. the top of my head, I feel like the Canadians also said something about retiring Saku Koivu, number 11. That would make sense. But, uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. I f- but I, f- yeah. I feel like I heard that at so some point. Or that it would happen at some point. Yeah. Anyways. Basically, half of the numbers between 1 through 30 are not available in Montreal. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. The Wild are retiring Miku Koivu's jersey. Maybe that's I what I was thinking that. of. Huh. Saku Koivu is a beloved player uh, in Montreal. Yeah. Very good guy. A guy that's in my fantasy hockey league years ago. When remember when Saku Koivu had to sit out a season for uh, some sort of cancer treatment? I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I can't he, remember. He that missed a season because he had to go through some chemo. This was back in the day. This was '90s. So a, a buddy of mine wrote him a letter and sent him a card, just mm. saying, "Hey, I'm a hockey fan from Chicago, but you're one of my favorite players. Just well wishes, wishing you yeah, good yeah. luck." Three months later, he got. A handwritten thank you letter from Saku Koibu in the mail. That's awesome. So if he sent it to some random Blackhawks fan, there had to be thousands of cards and letters he got from Montreal that he took the time to handwrite a thank you letter to him. So that's 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 my Saku Koibu story. That's awesome. Um, So yeah, I once I heard that, I was like, tons of respect for the dude. Yeah, I've I've always liked him. He's a good player, a longtime captain, and. Yeah, I, I don't see anything official about it getting done, but it feels like at some point. I think maybe I was flip-flopped on the Koivus, but, um, but yeah, I'm, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. It's interesting nonetheless because I, I think that you look at him like his body of work as a player isn't probably up to snuff with the great Canadians of all time. But when you look at his impact, his tenure as captain, what he overcame – and what he means to the city, that's kind of like the Keith Magnuson retirement. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, Similar. Well, the fact that he was captain of the Montreal Canadiens for as long as he was and didn't speak a lick of, lick of French tells right. you how <laughs> yes. well they loved him up there. That's exactly. a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Um, we should get to some of the other items of the day. Uh, the World Junior Championship uh, quarterfinal round is underway now, actually. Uh, Germany and Finland are playing. Don't turn it on until the show's over. Thank you. Um, then you've got Latvia and Sweden at 2.30, Switzerland and Canada at 6, and then Czechia and the U.S. at 9.30. Um, this feels like, fellas, a two-team tournament. Are you yeah. kind of in agreement there? It, it's it, USA, Canada, and everybody else? It mm. does. It, it really it, it does feel like the Final Four are going to be pretty predictable of maybe a Finland, Sweden, U.S., Canada yeah. uh, matchup. Um, yeah, I, I, I think if you, if you watch... <clears throat> if you watch some of the games that weren't Canada and, and, and the U.S., I think you see a little bit of the of the of the talent gap there. Um, yeah, I I, I I I would love to to you know see a really competitive semifinals matchups. I think we're going to get those, 
Um, but yeah, I think it, it really just seems like it was destined for this tournament to uh, to finish with a Canada U.S. final. Do they reseed for the semis, or is it a straight up bracket? I think it's a bracket. Okay, so Canada, United States would meet in the gold medal. That's the way it's set up. If right? it, yeah, if if, if, they it, if they get through, that would be. I, yeah. So you would have ideally Canada versus either Finland or Sweden. I don't know what the bracket. Is there? I think it would be Sweden because Finland was in their group. So I think it would be if the favorites win, it would be Canada, Sweden in this one semi, U.S., Finland in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so the standings, are, well, it's kind of Finland was four, two, and one. I'm sorry, it was two and one, two one zero oh, and one in the round robin. Sweden was three and zero. Oh. So Sweden has a seed over Finland. But I think it's it like would bracket wise. They don't want teams that played in the same group playing each other in the. Y- you know, it looks like, actually, as I'm looking here on the IIHF website, the way they have the bracket set up, I don't know if it's just by the start times or if this is the bracket, but it looks like it could be a Canada-U.S. semifinal. I don't think that's true because they both won their groups. There's no way you would have um, the two um, group winners at, playing um, in the semis. I think it's – I don't top, think that's the okay, bracket. Okay, here, here we go. Top four placed teams from the preliminary will play a crossover quarterfinal – 1A versus 4B, 1B versus 4A, so okay. on and so forth. In the semifinals, the best-ranked team uh, will play against the lowest-ranked okay. semifinalist. So it's not a straight bracket. The second-ranked semifinalist so, will play the third. So there's no way Canada-U.S. could play in the semis. What, do we know what the tiebreakers are? I don't want to jump this Goals, on you. Uh, I think it's four. goal differential. Criteria. Uh, okay. Placement in group. Points in preliminary round, goal difference in the preliminary round, yeah. goal scored. Okay, so Canada has yeah. a twenty-point goal differential. Well, they're the, uh, they're the U.S. has eighteen. Right, so Canada is the one host, US two. If qualified or otherwise, otherwise the best-ranked semifinalist according to the before-mentioned criteria shall play the first game of the day. So, uh, I, I would not. So, I think. Yeah, I think. It'll it should Canada, be Canada and US, US I think one are one metal, and two. But I am not counting out. Um, I'm not counting out Czechia to, to upset the US here. I mean, the, we we talked say about that with your American Macho Man Randy Savage. Because shirt I'm, a, on. I'm a realist here. Now, if Macho Man was starting in goal for the US, Ooh, they'd, yeah. they'd get the gold medal. <laughs> they'd snap into the gold medal. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you something about. But I mean, pucks. Chris Peters told us before the tournament that the. Uh, you know, the goaltending, no Drew Camesso could be the difference between a medal yeah, and that for the U.S. That's true. And, you know, the, the goaltending's been fine, but the defense has been really good. Defense has been the, great. The goaltending hasn't had to be good. U.S. only gave up four goals so far in a Yeah, tournament. and a lot of that has to do because they haven't been giving up a lot of shots. Right. Um, so, but that third period of the Sweden game made me a little itchy. And Sweden has Jesper Wallstead in goal who has been underwhelming a little bit, but he's the type of goalie that could steal you a winner-take-all type of game. It's true. I would not be shocked if either Finland and or Sweden is in that gold medal game that they pull off. Finland just love, they live they love to for play international yeah. hockey medals. I would not rule out either one or both of those teams playing for gold where they upset the U.S. or, or Canada. Yeah. Don't count. I don't count out the Norwegian countries in these tournaments. You know me and the Finns. I love the Finns. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm not. I I've I've watched a lot of this tournament, and I just think. And you're right. It's a one game. 
playoff. Yeah, so, a lot of these teams are like, hey, yeah. we know we're getting to the quarters. Let's just get through this. I'm hoping the slight scare the U.S. had against Sweden maybe scares them straight a little bit, mm-hmm. where they're like, okay, we can't take our foot off the gas at all um, because teams have the ability to come back on us pretty quickly here. Yeah. So okay, uh, it's interesting. I've got the stats here for our five Blackhawks prospects that are playing in the tournament. Um, Ethan Del Mastro for Canada. This was a guy that probably we thought maybe get one game. He played in did, three of the four preliminary games. Yeah, did not expect him to be playing that much. So maybe he's a guy that he's obviously given them a reason not to take him out of the line. He has no points, but he's a plus two in his three games. He's playing third pairing, not major minutes. But the fact that he's played in three of the four games, they put him in the second game, and they haven't taken him out since then. So they're obviously the coaching staff likes what they see. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he gets into these elimination games. Uh, everybody else has played in all four games uh, for their teams. Um, Landon Slaggart has been the best. Uh, Points-wise, he's got two goals and five points, and is a plus six in four games for Team USA. Uh, defenseman Wyatt Kaiser has got a goal and three points. He's a plus five through four games. And then Dominic James has one assist and is a plus one. But he's been a really effective face-off guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really great without the puck defensively. He's showing you that, like, what type of player he's going to be. He's not a guy that's being relied on for points, but he's a guy on getting puck possession for his team and keeping puck possession for his team, which is so important in today's game. And then we got our buddy Victor Schornberg with uh, Sweden. He doesn't have a point yet in the tournament, but he's a plus two in four games. He's been playing a depth role for uh, he's, Yeah, for he's a defensive. Mm. Uh, he's not getting any penalties. More energy guy. Yeah, he's bottom six, but that's his game too. Uh, that Sweden team has got a lot of former first-round picks, offensive players. He's not being looked upon to score goals, mm-hmm. and therefore he doesn't have any. A little bit of breaking news here uh, before we get keep going into the World Juniors. Uh, Scott Powers of The Athletic reporting the Blackhawks are signing – College free agent and former Lightning prospect Cole Gutman. Uh, Gutman most recently played for the University of Denver. He is a right-handed shot centerman. He's 23 years old, 45 points in 41 games for Denver last year, uh, four full seasons with uh, Denver. So Looks a guy be. that could be a roster player for the Hawks this year, perhaps Rockford Fodder. You never know. Hey, but, you can uh, have the one-two punch of Gutman and Chad Yetman in Rockford. <laughs> Yetman, Gutman. There you go. There you go. So 510, yeah. one, so this is Hockey DB, so this could be outdated. Uh, listed at 510, 165. Uh, right, again, right-handed shot centerman, born April 6, 99. So an older uh, college according, free agent here. According to Powers, it is a two-year entry-level deal. And he is expected to start the upcoming season with the Rockford Ice Hawks. And, and as our buddy Chris Dubiel points out, they have Mike Hardman down there. They have the, the man line. All the man. Too much man down in Rockford. We got, so much man. So many got, Johnsons. We've got, we got all the all Johnsons the in Chicago and all the, and all the man you need in Rockford. We are a very uh, phallic organization <laughs> right now. Sausage fest down here. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it really uh, is. That's, what, that's what we need. We need a CHGO Blackhawks shirt. Uh, with the characters from, uh, what was that movie, Sausage Fest? Yeah. Uh, and it could just be all the Johnsons, CHGO Blackhawks shirt. Sure. Show us your Johnsons. Yeah. Might as well. All the Johnsons. CHGO Johnsonville. Um, what do we think, though? If it is Canada-USA in the gold medal game, Canada's just... Like, I re- and, again, it's one game. I, Anything I, can happen, I of think course. I, yeah. 
But Any, Canada is just a juggernaut. Anything, man. Bl- anything less than a gold medal for Canada is a failure. Yes, mm-hmm. and it should be. Yes, it should be thought of as such. It, yes. Thought of as such. And yes. like, if they don't win a gold, it's a major ups- a major upset. Yeah, they're the best team, no doubt. But in a one-game single elimination tournament, you run into a hot goalie. Your goalie has a Mike Smith moment. <laughs> uh, you know, you yeah. you can be done. Uh, you can you you know you get Nick Lettied. In an overtime game, and <laughs> it's done. Like it's that's the beauty of of the single elimination. Yes, Canada should win the gold, but hockey is a dumb, weird sport where the best team doesn't always win, especially in a one game situation. Was it a medal game where Flurry was in goal and like a puck deflected behind him? Was that World no, Juniors? That was last year. <laughs> no, that, you're was, <laughs> that was every Blackhawks several game Hawks games. <laughs> but I think there was a World Junior game where Mark Andre Flurry was in goal, and a puck like this is before I was really paying close attention to it a puck snuck behind him and it was like the, it was a very nick letty situation mm. can't rem- i i can't say i've i recall that yeah no I don't know. Uh, no but i i think you know u.s defending gold medal uh men's world junior champions uh not that that really means that much to this tournament but i if they I, had drew Camezzo, i would like their chances i yes Canada. yeah i think i think top to bottom Canada really doesn't have too many holes in their lineup, and and the U.S. If there's if there is a potential spot that could be exposed, it is goaltending. Um, I mean, I I if it's if it's Canada U.S. Obviously, I'm going to be you know waving waving my American flag and wearing my American flag uh, underwear and going you know shouting at the rooftops. Don't for do the that USA, on the podcast. Maybe the audio only podcast for that. <laughs> did Did hey. you get that USA underwear from Foco? Uh, yes. There you I, go. I, See, company I, man. I right would here. say that I would. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I still think though, lineup to lineup, I would I would trust the Canadians to uh, come out on top. But yeah, like we've said, anything can happen. Uh, the U.S. has more Blackhawks prospects, so they are probably better. Yeah. So good way to look at. It. That's Plus, how I would go well, but Bedard is a Blackhawks prospect technically. Yes, he is. That's true. Yes. Mm. In my maybe mind, he's he a, maybe he's a <laughs> maybe he's a maybe he can double agent it for Secret his uh, his U.S. buddies and be like, oh, my leg hurts. We've been doing I a bad job at taking his value, like we said we were going to do. Just start, just start spreading yeah, but rumors. The, but about then him. the Blackhawks signed Jack Johnson. It's like here comes the number one pick. We don't need. We <laughs> yeah, don't need we don't to need tank to his value. Exactly. Just lose every game. Yeah, um, good point. Good point. Brandon says in the chat, "When is the CSU Ice Hog podcast going to happen?" Don't worry, there'll be plenty Every other of podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Listen, become a member at CHGO. Get yourself a free shirt. We are going to cover the Blackhawks prospects like nobody else in this city will. Mario and I are already got a game plan going. We're going to divvy up the prospects. We're going to have weekly po- uh, articles, keeping you up to date on what everybody's doing. Joey Z, the fabulous play-by-play guy of the Rockford Icehawks, I've talked to him. We've got a re- great relationship with the team. He's willing to, to be a weekly guest to keep us up to date, get us some Icehawks players Not during bad. the course of the season. We will keep you abreast of the Icehawks because, quite frankly, what happens in Rockford these next three to four seasons is more important than what happens in Chicago. So we will keep our eyes to there as well like mm-hmm. it's once the season start it's going to be like probably more prospect talk than actual blackhawk game talk like because that's more important people yeah. want to know more about what's happening with the guys who are going to be here in two or three years than what yeah i, th- I think well, how I many goals it. jack johnson our, po- our post games will be very blackhawks focused but right, then but the, the rest of the week yeah the yeah. rest of the week will be a lot of prospect stuff yeah sure. well yeah 
we'll definitely have it uh, have it thrown in there. It'll be well represented throughout that, the season. That's the beauty of having three guys covering a team as opposed to just one guy and all the other beats. We can focus on other things as opposed to just Hawk, Blackhawks, Blackhawks, Blackhawks. Right. We can broaden our horizons mm-hmm. and keep you up to date on. And as I said, we Mario and I have got good relationships within the minor leagues and the junior leagues. So I'm hoping we're going to be able to get a lot of these prospects on the show throughout the course of the season. Absolutely. And we might even make some uh, CHGO little road trips to see some of these uh, prospects playing in college and see what they, uh, see what they can do. Yes, I will be, I will, I will make some trips out the Rosemont when the schedule allows it uh, to see the Hawks and the, and the play at the Wolves. And I plan on making a couple of uh, trips out to Rockford at the very least to see how they're doing. Talk to some guys Hopefully there's a uh, uh, an actual press area and Wi-Fi that works. But, Would be uh, nice, yeah. You know, can't be too greedy. They just updated that state-of-the-art facility across the street, so uh, hopefully they – we've told the Hawks press about the Wi-Fi issues at, in Rockford. and uh, We are not the first to tell yeah, them that. No. Yeah. If we can get a decent connection there, potential live broadcast, that opens up a lot of possibilities for us. So, yeah, yeah don't fun. worry. We'll have it totally covered. Uh, all right, before we wrap up, the last bit of news – if you miss this, Pat Foley is going to call the Cardinals-Cubs game at Wrigley Field next Tuesday. Innings 1 through 3 and 7 through 9 will be on 670 the score, and innings 4 through 6 on marquee. So radio or TV, you are covered. Pat Foley will be on the call of the Cubs game, and I've heard him do this before. This had to be 30, I, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. I just remember him calling a Cubs game, probably with Steve Stone, and he did a fine job. He is a Cub fan. He knows baseball. Uh, it'll be good to hear Pat again. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Just don't do your Harry Carey impersonation the whole oh, time. Oh, he's going to. Like, oh, it's going to come no, up. No, I know he's going to do it. Just don't give me nine innings of Pat. Oh, Foley no, he Harry won't. Carey. No, no. He'll, he'll, he calls the game. That's why every time they say, Ryan Dempster's in the booth, get out. <laughs> Stop. He's actually, I think Dempster's kind of stopped doing that impersonation i think he got the message he's social media savvy enough to see that literally everyone hates it yeah so he stopped and he's actually turned into a really good uh game analyst um but yeah just put the harry carry impressions away but hey! you know you know stop. check out the guy no, in the sombrero no that's enough <laughs> that's enough but um, if you're going to do a harry carry impression impersonation then you got to have somebody behind the in the production truck doing his Ernie Harris impersonation, but that might get you in trouble. Yes. Can we just get a hologram of Pat Foley those, doing the Harry Carey those impression? Those 80s WGN Cubs broadcasts were and 90s. horny AF. <laughs> and early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why am they, I a Cub uh, fan? Uh, you know, hey, sex sells. What was the timeline you gave? Uh, basically, since... Uh, 80s and 90s? Anytime, Checks out. Anytime Ernie Harris was uh, the producer. <laughs> it went past Arnie. I, I, I'm pals with uh, a, one of the guys who... Used to do it as well, and I remember him telling me when they got the memo to stop doing that. Yeah, mm. but yeah, it was yeah. um, it was creepy, but it served its purpose. Yeah, I, I've spent some time in the truck outside of Wrigley when you know there's you see all 18 screens of all the cameras, and half of them were looking for certain. Things. I'm sure you saw lots of uh, not safe for work things while. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's, it isn't public. It wasn't that crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, know. but there's beer involved, and yeah. people lose inhibitions. <laughs> Show feet. Show feet. There you go. All right. So Pat Foley, Tuesday, uh, one through three and seven through nine on the hey, score. The, the Cubs are doing things to be like, please watch us. They have to. So Blackhawks, <laughs> what are you they, doing? To yeah. make they give, may like, also do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Pat Foley's back. 
for one game or something. We've got to be getting an announcement here soon. You would hope on the announce on who uh, is the Who's new partner of the Yeah, I so I don't know. see. This is my problem. I know this might rub some people the wrong way, but does this mean we're not going to get the Zach Zabin inning uh, for the score? No, you will get the obnoxious laughter in the background though, um, because I don't listen to a lot of Cubs games these days. But it seemed that when I was like focused more on the Cubs, I'd get in the car just in time for the Zach Zabin inning, and I'd want to run my car into a brick wall as fast as no, possible. When he calls the game, it's fine. It's when he's cackling in the background that's ridiculous. It's right. slightly funny observation. His, <laughs> his Jesus. His, it like echoes through the stadium. People his over-enunciation of every word drives me up the freaking wall. He's a Syracuse guy. Yeah. Geez. He's better at broadcasting has he, than everybody. Has he, has he ever mentioned that on air before? Um... Yes. Yes. Between this is why I root for Syracuse and Northwestern to lose whatever sporting event they're playing in because I'm tired of hearing about sports guys that went to Syracuse or Northwestern. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. Or Mizzou. There's a lot of them. Shh, Kevin's right there. Oh, shh, shh, shh. he's not listening. Yeah, he's got some sort of spreadsheet. Yeah, he's coming out the fire. Let's see people Mizzou. to fire a oh boy. <laughs> well, it's been a good run, fellas. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Tell us about Owen. Oh yeah. Before I we leave, do that. Uh, Owen. Spelled O-W-Y-N, stands for only what you need, is a plant-based protein shake. 100% plant-based protein shake uh, that works just as hard as you do for your nutrition and your workout benefits. All of Owen's products are free of artificial ingredients. They don't contain any gluten or dairy and are allergen-friendly. They're also very easily digestible. Might have heard about Owen from Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who also follows a plant-based diet. Right now, Owen and CHGO are partnering up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase at liveowen.com when you use the promo code CHGO20. That's liveowen.com, promo code CHGO20, 20% off of your first purchase of Owen. O-W-Y-N, only what you need. All right. Jack Johnson's a hawk. Pat Foley's calling the Cubs game. Team USA drops the puck at 9.30 tonight. We're back tomorrow, 11 a.m., throwback Thursday. Unless news breaks, we are going to revisit the Jeremy Roenick trade. Ugh, I thank goodness Sarah's doing tomorrow's show. I'd be too angry the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough one, but uh, we, I think we've all got a lot of personal insight on that, and I think every Hawks fan of a certain age remembers that day. I know exactly where I was when it happened uh, we'll talk about the trade, the fallout, and all the uh, personal stories that go along with it tomorrow at 11. Thanks to Lawrence for producing the show. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Thanks for watching and listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.